bless you. We honor you, Jesus. There is none like you. You are the King of glory, the mighty one. Blessed be your name, Messiah. Blessed be your name, Father. Help us to know the way of life. Help us to to walk the path of truth. In Jesus' name. Have your seat in God's presence. Amen. Can you welcome someone to church? Welcome someone to church. All right, Genesis chapter 2. Happy to see everyone. Thank God for his mercies. Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. And so we have been um, looking into God's... um, God's idea and the wisdom and uh, the way God would have us understand um, the the union between the man and the woman. Talking about uh, marriages, Amen. I will be looking at that for quite some time. See, you can have an outpouring of the Spirit over a people, over a generation that, that comes with his attendant um, manifestations of the Spirit. And that's very powerful. And then we should always long for that. But eventually, the very true test of a genuine move of the Holy Spirit um, is the the functionality, the proper functioning, better put, of homes. It all boils down to what? Homes. That is the that is the very place where our our maturity and what I mean by maturity is Christ likeness because um, sometimes what we call maturity is not even maturity is I'm I'm not talking natural maturity I'm talking about Christ likeness huh. Uh, if, if a child can be more spiritually mature than his biological father. Eh? I've seen a lot of um, old and young people who, who are cerebral but are not spiritually what mature. Are we together here? It's not to be cool, calm, 
and collected. Huh? Maturity is more than that. You can be cool, calm, collected, and not what? Not mature. When the pressure comes, huh? When the one? When the pressure comes, you will see that that cool, calm, and collected man or woman is not really cool, calm, and what? And collected. You know, a man that beats his wife will tell you that she's the one that provoked him. But what happened was that the ability to beat her has always been resident in him. The provocation did not cause the release of the anointing upon his head for him to beat her. Is that the ability is what in, is in there. She just had the proper keys to press. To bring out that what ability. So instead of him blaming his wife, he must be aware that if he couldn't beat her, he wouldn't beat her. Are you together with me? There are some of you here who are not wife beaters, and it's because your wife is godly. And you think you are perfect. But if you married somebody else, You would have come out two teeth. <laughs> so we're talking spiritual maturity. We're not talking about being uh, put together. You know, that's what a lot of us call maturity. That, ah, the guy is so mature. He's put together. Now, all those things are okay, but those are not really the test of spiritual maturity. You can be put together and then you are a devil. Huh? Praise God. You can be quiet, but you are not gentle. Huh? You are just quiet, but there's war inside you. And after a while, the people will see shaking. And so, and so marriage is usually that practical ground that we can test where we are with God. Because it is this, it is this scene or the scenario that unveils what is within. Huh? The, the amount of me that you know is, is minimal, right? Yeah, you still know me to an extent, but it's minimal. Uh, but it, but uh, Pastor D knows me more than you know me, right? Why? Because I'm not married to you. And uh, there is no need for you to... Uh, there is no need for you to provoke me. It's not just that marriage will provoke you. It's just that it is that place where you are naked. Huh? It's that place where you are naked. And, uh, and so, in the last days, 
revivals will be tested. You know that stuff they used to use to test diamond? Whether it's original or not. Yeah. In these days, it is our homes that is the test eh? of our spirituality. So, if your home is going through a lot of pressure, it's a good thing. Eh? It's not a bad thing. Now, don't run away from there and go to where everybody knows you as Mr. Nice Guy or Mrs. Sarah. Uh, you know, all of us have that place where whose alarm is someone's alarm is this year's alarm. Okay, all right. Praise God. Hallelujah. All of us have that place where everybody knows as Alamushin. <laughs> all of us. Am I correct? Eh? Where is your own place that people used to respect you? Office. What do they say about you in the office? Eh? They say you're a good person. <laughs> they, all of them usually say it. What other things do they say about you? Eh, but can you tell us more things they usually say? <laughs> No, you can see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said that testimony. But you have rep. You have good rep at work. Do they say you are gentle and quiet? Every time. <laughs> Even the way he's saying it, every time. Hey. But I'm sure they don't know some things about you that your wife knows. All right. And you don't have to let them know because <laughs> keep deceiving them. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. And so I would encourage you to enjoy wherever you are a star. Enjoy it. But I want you to Personally decide to judge yourself by what's going on at home. Don't judge yourself by how people see you in the office. And sometimes when you judge yourself by that, you will think they're not appreciating you enough at home. Yeah, because if you know how people see me, you will know that it's a privilege for me to be in this house. <laughs> But if those people were married to you, they would have left you a long time ago. Are you together with me? So, there is a humility that your home provides for you that you need to appreciate. Immediately, you lose your desire to be a better husband or a better wife. You have lost your desire to be a better Christian. Immediately that happens to you, where you just think, well, she's the one that knows, he's the one that knows. She's not appreciating me enough, or he's not appreciating me enough. Immediately you just lose that desire, and then you take more courses so that you can grow in your ladder, career ladder, and think that 
Don't forget that your staff have to respect you. Not because you deserve it, but because you pay salary. <laughs> and then um, if you can just try and delay salary. <laughs> Stop paying salary, you will know that you are not such a great boss. Are my friends here? I want to bring you to a place mentally where you cherish your you esteem your home that's where i want to that's where i want to bring you i want to bring you to that place where your home is priority if i can get you there i have done a lot for you you cannot say that i haven't done anything for you where you appreciate your home. You, you know, I was saying the other time that because of lack of this, of what I'm saying now, is why some men will leave their wives and relocate. Sometimes one year, two years. It's lack of knowledge. And what I mean by that is they don't even know what marriage is that in their brain, economy comes before the home. That's why even the woman will encourage him. They will even say, thank God. They will testify that your husband will be away, away for two years. Well, when he comes back and you testify, you can never give a complete testimony. They have not born you where to give a complete testimony. Because it's not the same one that went that will come back. And it's not the same you that stayed that he will meet. Are you together with me? Because we can't be far apart in two years and uh, things will remain the same. It's not possible. Huh? Uh, there's somebody here thinking it's possible. I want you to know it's not possible. <laughs> It's only possible if your Christianity is not a must. If Christianity is a must, that arrangement is not possible. I don't know who thought also this rubbish that we do up and down. I don't know. And I don't know. I've not heard people telling people it's not possible. I don't know why they're not telling people it's not possible. If I leave my wife for two years, I really left her. <laughs> yeah. But the reason why we do that stresslessly is because we do not even know the value and what marriage is. And so we just um, play with it and then think manifest. Now, money is a very important uh, in instrument for life. Everybody, even people who are not saved, know that. Love is sweet. But when money they what did the video say? Love is sweeter. Uh, don't say it's a lie. <laughs> Wait for that money to come. You will find out whether yeah. we love you with the love of Christ. <laughs> now that's the foundation. 
But don't forget that marriage is very natural. Uh, that's why there is no marriage in heaven. You understand? So if you want to use only heavenly materials to execute marriage on earth, <laughs> you will not do very well. You need earthly things. Yeah. Are we together here? Yes, the good thing about the truth is that if you do not fight it, you will do well. Yeah. And that when I'm saying things that you might not be there yet, but if it's the truth, don't fight it. Just say, God, <laughs> give me, help me. Don't, don't, you see, the truth does not come with respect for you. It does not respect you. It just goes out like that. And sometimes, many times, we fall short of it. There are some preachings that I hear that I wish the preacher can be fast and go to other things. Because there are areas where I fall behind. I just wish, and sometimes that's when the preacher will not stay there and say, this is what the Lord will have me. I say, Kai. And when they go to the one that I can be proud, I'll say, yeah, preach it, man of God. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. Uh, Isaiah has already told us that the resurrection, they neither marry <laughs> nor are given marriage. So you, we can't be, you, you can you can now be doing marriage as if we're already in the resurrection. <laughs> are we together here? Please, on this marriage teaching, I want everybody to be quiet when I'm preaching. <laughs> you can laugh, but don't say, yes, I'm preaching, sir. So that your wife will not think that it's you I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. Are we here? So I remember that I laid a major emphasis on Sunday and I was talking about how the periods that we are not married, the periods where we are yet to be married, are the greatest periods that prepare us for marriage. Um, A bad marriage just proves that you have been doing bad before you got married. It's just that marriage just showed you who you truly are. Are we together here? I use myself as, a, as an example, you know. <laughs> I thought I was very great until I got married. By, by six months after my marriage, six months into my marriage, then uh, I knew that um, I knew that I'm going nowhere. You know, when you, you know, there are some exams you write, you are not eager to go and check the result, when the result is out. Have you seen those? Have you reached this kind of exam? You are not eager to. There are some exams you write when you get E, you, are, you thank God. <laughs> so that was how it was. In my first six months, I packed four, four or five shirts, three trousers. I put it in a small bag. I went outside my house. I put it on the floor. I sat on the floor with my bag and I asked the Lord, so where are we going from here? <laughs> So I'm relocating now. <laughs> I just put the bag on the floor. I sat on the floor outside the house. I remember clearly why I sat and I said, okay, from here, is it Ondo or Shobu? You understand? Because I was not just I was unhappy. That's not the point. That's not the point. The point was that 
when I looked at what was on ground from my side, from the side of my wife, I checked it and I forecasted the future. I didn't see a future. <laughs> so it wasn't about what was going on. It was about what we go on. <laughs> so it was not like there was a fight that I'm angry about. Because I think a lot. I, my office is my, is my mind. I love my mind. I don't joke with my mind. So I don't know the maths. I checked my personality. I knew what I can never agree. That let Jesus come, I will not agree. And then my new woman, my wife too, will not agree. By the time I did the permutation of it, I didn't see a future. So I packed my bag, four shirts, three trousers. I sat on the floor. I was just waiting for the Lord to tell me, Let's go somewhere, get a new passport, get a new calling, start life. <laughs> yeah, start life afresh. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, that was just a report card of who I've always been that my marriage just revealed. Now, even at that point, I didn't know it was a report card. At that point when that was going on, I still had a feeling that I'm a great man. Why? Because before then, I judged myself by what others called me. But, but the, your true you is what your home calls you. Huh? If your children say you are an irresponsible father, it doesn't matter what your staff say. You are near, if you are an irresponsible father, you are an irresponsible child of God. It doesn't matter what your staff say. Who you are at home is who God says you are. Your home is the marking script of your spiritual state. I need to ring, is, I need to ring it I need to ring it to you. Because some of you are smiling when you should be sober. And some of you are sober when you should be smiling. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, there's a lot of work that we need to put in place. But it starts from understanding, right? Understanding. If we took our marriages seriously the way we took our careers, we'll be doing better. Now, why do we take our career seriously? Because in our brain, our career is first. Are you together with me? And so you say, woman, now not knowing that this woman that you are talking about, that is your first I don't ever get in the point. Whereas you should look at career and check career. That's why people can take careers that destroy their homes. And that's why we have empty children. Have you noticed? There's, there's a, there, is, there are children who are empty inside. And it's a sign that there haven't been a, a home that is intentionally raising them. You have beautiful children. They are beautiful outside because the parents have cash to buy clothes. But the children are what? Empty. One day I saw a man 
and his five-year-old child. They were, they were fighting. Yes, it was a real fight. His five-year-old child. And he was dragging the child. The child was dragging him. <laughs> and he was beating the child like an adult, and the child did not agree. Five years old. So. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> Five-year-old child. You can see that that child is empty. There are things that should have been inculcated into the soul of that child by the, by the parents. From the first day, the child was what? Was born. Serious partnership based on revelation. And both of them are, you know, focused in the same direction. In the raising of the child. Where they partner so well that they exchange roles at different times. This one tells this one, you'll be calm for now. I'll be hard. And they are, they are in serious partnership in order to put value in the life of the child. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. And so, your single moments are your... And then the challenge we have many times is that in people's single moments, instead of them being like Christ, they are praying to be married. Yeah, it's a, it's a very serious thing. A young girl, a young boy is praying to be married. Then they not get married and they are shocked, they are unhappy. Do you know most married people are not happy? Do you know? You don't know. Most, I'm not saying most are unhappy. Now, it's not meant to be so. And it's not because marriage is hard. What you don't know will always be hard. It's not that it's hard. It's that you don't know. That's why it's hard. One day I gave my mechanic some money. This is about five years ago. I gave him a lot of money. And then he looked for something on the floor. One round something. And then he fixed my car. I felt like cursing him. I said, ah, look bad alone. But if he, le- if he left me to fix it, on, when Jesus comes back the second time, I will still be on that car. If he decides to come a third time, I will still be there. Because what you don't know, you don't know. You are not paying for how difficult it is. You are paying for the fact that you don't know it. So it's, it's not that marriage is difficult. Eh? Is that you don't know. You don't know it. And then we have to learn. Say Christ likeness. So the Lord took the man, put him in the garden to put him in the garden of Eden to tend and what and keep it. Right? The next verse. And the Lord God commanded the, the man, saying of every tree of the garden. You may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Now, now you see a man here 
who has such a robust relationship with God that he knows he knows what God has called him to do huh? clearly. See, because some of you marry strange things. Huh? You marry what? Strange. You marry some people when they bring who they want to marry, I'm shocked that this is a strange thing you want to marry. I mean, some people marry people that during when they have issues and want to do counseling, we don't even have faith in the counseling. Because the person can, that they married has no capacity to understand. Yeah. I've told people that you don't need to bring him or bring half of can. Why? Why are you bringing him for counseling? He, he does not have the capacity to understand. I said, your role now is to be prayerful. Because the heart of a king is, is, is in the hands of God. Yeah, that's what some people might They might be strange things. Strange things. That can be counseled. See, this one can't be cancelled. This one is, this one needs prayer. My daughter, you are going to use this as the process of you are going to grow, you are going to walk by faith. There's not, there's nobody on earth God cannot touch. And the reason why that happens is that they themselves were not in touch with God when they were making that marital decision. You see, any decision that you make that does not flow from God, you will cry about it. Any decision you make that what? It does not flow from God. If, if today, if you go and live beside the Prime Minister of England or UK, whatever it is, and if that decision did not flow from God, you will cry about it. Any, whatever decision you make that did not flow from God, you will cry about it. So, you need to learn. Are you with me, friends? Yes. You need to learn. I want to make a very important point. You need to learn not to, not to put segmental. Ah, there's no word segmentalize. Sectionalize your life. That word is. Don't if you if you put your life, you say this is my career, and then you make a career decision that is not flowing from God or from your spirit, you will cry eventually. You will. Now, all of this hear me, hear me clearly. All of these areas of life, as it's attending emotion. It has to start turning emotion. But you must not decide from its emotional dimension. Let me explain. I'm not speaking too much. For example, marriage as a, as a reality, as a phenomenon, has its, has its emotional side of it. Eh? It has. A lot of it, a lot, is, is huge. Yeah. You want a girl you can say is your own. Am I not correct? Yeah? See, this is mine. 
The other day I checked my my phone. My wife has changed her name on my on my phone. She put I can't remember the name she put. She changed it. I put her name that her father gave her. She changed. <laughs> she changed it. And my own name on her phone is the name my father gave me. You later changed it before it was the name my father gave me. It's my name. So I put her name there. I just went to check, but I wanted to call her. I say, ah, Adesola Zach wife. I say, ah, oh, I can't remember what you put there. I said, I did not save this number like this. You want someone you can call? Yours. Eh? Sometimes you just want someone you can just cry on to and say, you know, but you just say, oh, I'm sorry for all of this. <laughs> Am I not telling the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you want to wake up in the morning and you pick your phone and the text has entered from the one that you love. Am I not telling the truth? This is a real. You think Mfono's all like the way he is like this? He doesn't like himself like this. He wishes. He don't. He don't. <laughs> he doesn't like himself the way he is. He wishes he has a lady he can say is his own and someone that can touch his beards and it's unfortunate. So there is the there, there are there is the emotional aspect of every area of life. Sometimes it's, it's, there are factual aspects to it. For example, it is a fact that you need money. If anybody doesn't, you, if you don't know that, you are, you are joking. <laughs> Let me say this to you. When you don't have money, it's more difficult for your wife to love you. Christian wife. I'm not talking about sinner. Let it seek you in your medulla or blongata. <laughs> when you don't have money, it's, 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 it's more difficult. Yeah, i tell you the truth. It's more difficult. They, they will love you by faith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i tell you the truth. No, i tell you the truth. Why? Because, you see, Money is a tool with which you can express your love. So if you are telling, if you don't have the tool, the the person you love without you. Yes. Oh, you did not know. You need money. Listen, you need to. You need to. You need to. You need to trouble heaven. Don't joke with not having money. It's a crisis. It's a major. It's a major crisis. Major. Major crisis. You need money. Even your children will not be sure whether you love them. You will be shocked that your children will call your your uncle daddy. Their uncle. They will just wish. Ah. 
by the time I say, let's go and do holiday in. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> are, we, are, are we still in this church? We did not go somewhere else. We'll see here. It's about six weeks. We have, where's my blue wristwatch? The blue one. Let me bring it. Let um, Clint, let Clint come with it. He doesn't know where he is. Tell him, please. It will not be good that I sent you out of church to bring wristwatch. Blue that seems I'm not caring. <laughs> but I need that wristwatch. I'm not feeling complete. Are all my friends here? Yes, sir. So there is, there is the facts of things. There is the emotion of things. But I tell you, the facts and the emotions must not be the basis upon which you make decisions, even though those things are true. For example, if you make a marital decision because a man, because of your emotional need, if that's the first basis, let me let me explain this to you. That when God, when when God tells us to marry a certain person, it's not primarily so that you can have a good home. You can marry someone who is not the person God says you should marry and there won't be a problem in the home. I need you to understand that. Stop, stop thinking the reason why God chose someone for you is so that you won't divorce. You can marry the will of God and you will divorce. And the person who did not marry the will of God will do like this. That's not the point. The point is, the primary reason why God picked someone for you is first because God knows that person in his wisdom. That union is the union that he has chosen for you to be like Christ. That It is that union that can do it as it should be done first. Two, that is the union that he has chosen for the fulfillment of purpose and destiny. Are you together with me? So that is to say you can have a good home, hear me, and yet you are not fulfilling destiny, and your spirit will know it. So you will be happy. You will be going to Bahamas, going to Seychelles, going to where again? Maldives. <laughs> you will be going to all those places, but deep in your soul, you know that you are not living. Yeah. In the second service, I will show you something when we begin to talk about building strong churches. I will show you something in relation to what I'm saying now. Are we together here? So it's, it's not just about that. Good. It's about the fulfillment of purpose. And see, friends, it's not every time you are going through hell that you will, f- you will feel it the way men feel it. You can be going through hell and everything looks peaceful. Sometimes we think the judgment of God is when you break an arm. God was judging Cain and he put a kind of protective measure on him that is even real to see on the righteous. He put a mark on him that anyone that touched you, I will kill the person. And that guy is going through extreme judgment. And yet there was protection on him. (laughs) So you see, 
The judgment you will get depends on the person that is dealing with you. Yeah. <laughs> I will preach it here. Yes, so you don't make you don't make life decisions on the basis of the emotions or the facts. Now you need to consider them. You have to consider them very closely. You have to consider them. When I was going to marry my wife, one of, of the desires she would have had, or she had, was that she would marry somebody who has some swag. You know, and then I didn't have S Douglas of Wag. I didn't. This is the first time I'm confessing that ever in my life, but every day we, we grow and we start telling the truth. I didn't have I didn't have S, but please I did this part of the of the preaching before it goes out there. I didn't have S no, I was unaware I didn't have it. I just know that people used to give me some kind of advice once in a while. You know, when people respect you, don't want to insult you, but, you know, like telling you that just like more of shoes fit you than palm slippers. You understand? <laughs> All those kind of advice, you will know that they are trying to say something that uh, they respect you not to say directly. And I'm sure that must have been important to her because of the way she was raised and, and the circumstances and the very arrangement of her life. You see, and then she could have wanted a, a caring guy and all, well, I'm caring, but maybe a soft-spoken guy. You know, I, I, I used to be very direct. Let's call a spade a spade. Let's not, you are wrong, you are wrong. You see down there, so there's, it is L, Evan. The, the thing is clear. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sure those things were important to her. And th- those could have been the reasons why it was difficult for her to make the decision to get married to me. When I was going to marry her, I just took her somewhere. I said, I want to ask you two questions. Can you marry me? If you can, will you marry me? Now, that's the first <laughs> time of asking her out ever. I said, I have two questions to ask you. Two. Can you marry me? Now, it's possible you can, but you will decide not to. <laughs> two. Will you have known that you can? <laughs> Easy as ABC. No lyrics, nothing. <laughs> Direct to the point. Now, there were a lot of boxes that I might not have fixed then. Are you together with me? But the first, the most important box was the, was the spiritual one. And by spiritual, because we need to clarify these things. By spiritual is not tongues and shaking of head. It's one, is this who the Lord will have me go? If answer is yes, this who that the Lord will have me marry, what, where his level of responsibility? Responsibility as per the practicality of his Christianity. A Christianity that is not practical will show you pepe. To show you shege. 
anyone's Christianity that is not doesn't have two legs will show you because the reason why it's not practical is that there is no truth in it. You see, only with truth can you practice. With theories you can argue, but with truth you what you pra- without truth you can't practice. Are you together with me? Now you know a lot of you know how to cure malaria in your head. Some of you say, use the, have you heard people say many things? Ah, your, head, your hand is well. Ah, ah, cut this thing, cut this thing. Now, you know all those things, but you are not a doctor. Why? Because you don't know it. If you really, really knew it, you would have been a doctor. And they would have given you certificates. The reason why you are without certificates is that everything you are saying is mouth. Theory. So truth has, it has... So anytime somebody who says he's an expert in something, ask him for evidence. Proof. Proof. Give me proof. If you don't have proof, talk gently. <laughs> eh? Proof. It's very important. The proof doesn't have to be gigantical. But you have to show us that the thing is what is working. If it's not working, it's a lie. Ah. You that you take money to go and buy fan. Before you carry, what, what do you tell them? Test it now. Have you ever seen a fan say, Kai, this fan is fine. Let's take it. To work. No, you say test it. No matter the name of the fan, no matter the name. If they say Samsung and LG came together to make this one. If, if they test it and it doesn't work, you say you don't want, am I not correct? You will not say, ah, Samsung, no, it's not, it's not working. It's not, what do I say? It's not working. It's not working. So, you ha- are, you, are we together here? Yes, you have to make sure that the spiritual uh, f- the, the spiritual realities are the first box that you tick, generally speaking, because there are other ones, and don't make decisions from the emotional part. For example, you need money, right? And then they, they tell you there's money in Congo, or there's money in um, Italy. Now, you, can't, you shouldn't make that decision, except the Lord permits you to. Because when, when you go to Congo, for that money, you will you might make it, and when you make it, you would have used something else to make it. You would have exchanged what is greater than money to make that money, and you wish you never made that decision. So all your decisions must stem from where, from the spirit. For example, if you have a bad marriage and you think your marriage is too bad, sometimes it's so bad that you want to leave, right? No, this is a fact. Are you with me? Yes, These are real things. Now, find out. Be sure you are meant to live. Because if you live that God has permitted you to live, and the chances are very high that they will not. There are rare cases where you might. But if you live a marriage that God did not permit you to live, years later, you will wish you didn't. I'll tell you the truth. Is it anything that God did not permit you to do and you do it, you would definitely wish you did not what? You did not do it. 
Are we together? Yes, when your washer is sleeping, you are in trouble. Do where you sleep? Uh, you are thinking. All right. I don't know whether you are saying it true, but I've never seen a sleeper tell the truth. <laughs> the response to sleep is I'm not sleeping. Always. What did my wife say when I caught her sleeping yesterday? She said, um, uh, I did not sleep. I said, I, I said no, I only dozed. There's a lie you remember. She said, I dozed off. I said, wow. <laughs> She said, I doze off. I said, wow. We need to now find out the difference between the... <laughs> Are we together, friends? Now, are you seeing the quality of man that God said it's not good for him to be alone? That before he was al- before God brought someone to him, he's a man who has a very robust work with God. That's my point. You see, I, I don't know why... Pastors lie sometimes. I don't the lies are too much. You you cannot have a good home without a robust relationship with God. I don't know. The possibility does not exist. One, you need a robust relationship with God to deal with the flesh. Now, because the real problem of the home is the flesh. Self. That's the real challenge of every. Every home is flesh. No matter the problem you are calling it, it's flesh. It's either your flesh or your partner's flesh or combined flesh. <laughs> it's our flesh. It's self. It's self. The reason why the, the God, the Spirit, and Jesus are not quarreling is that there's no flesh. There's no self. They are living for themselves. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. So it's flesh. Now, now the, the strength... The, the more you are maturing like Christ, the more you have the ability to deal with the flesh. Sometimes you think your spouse needs to change. No, it's you that need to grow. It's the flesh. So, you, the, I, don't, I, I don't care the amount of marriage seminars you go to. The ability to practice that thing, it takes spiritual strength. Practice it. When you say you have to women need patience, you say, oh, me more patience. Ah, ah. Now, <laughs> the day you are meant to practice that patience, you will find that you can't. You know you are meant, but you can't. You will slap the person. I know I should not slap you, but I know I should not, but <laughs> are we together here? You, know, you must have a robust relationship with God. That's the first one. So we see a man here who had a robust relationship with God. And he not just had a robust relationship with God, he was lost in it. You have to be lost in it. The challenge with the church in Lagos, forgive me for saying this, but I, have to, but I will say it, but not like I'm indicting the church in Lagos. I just want to say one thing. Can I say? Is that we have learned to live and to find solutions outside revival. For example, church growth, we have learned to grow the church without revival. And anytime you learn to do that, you build another kingdom. Why? Because you, you, impl- you employ principles that are not godly. That's the challenge. We have learned to be okay without revival. And so even marriage, we have learned to do marriages without revival. So the principles that govern the homes are not necessarily godly, 
What we are just doing is that we are managing a home in the 21st century. So it's not like God has a, a stake in that home anymore. The spirit is not there, but they are not fighting. The spirit is not there. The woman is not broken. The man is not dead to self. They have created a new way. They are doing another type of marriage. Am I preaching here? But you see, the challenge is that this type of marriage cannot glorify God. It will not reveal the glory of God or carry the presence of God. So that's the challenge. The man has learned how to be. The woman has learned how to be. They have learned how to manage themselves. You see, even church growth, we have learned to grow churches without prayer and fasting. We have learned to grow churches and that's why we have a crowd of people who God is not getting glory from. Yeah. We have learned to, we have learned to grow church without revival. It's wrong. Almost everybody can grow a church without revival. It means that the people entering are not entering as disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. They're not disciples. And so, even though the church, the numbers are plenty, but it's not an army. God can't fight with it. Because the people are the pastor's people. Or the organization's people. Not the Lord's people. And, and, and the, the effect of that is they will not be sending. Meaning that the people will not be sent. Are we together? Am I, am I speaking gibberish? Am I making it? Are we here, friend? So, you have to be, you have to have a robust relationship with God. And this robust relationship with God, you know, must govern your life. It's gov- there, is, there, is, there is life going on. Stop sitting waiting for one marriage to happen. There has to be what? Life going on with God. Life with God has to be going on in such tremendous speed. Such tremendous energy. Are you together with me? You need that. You need that intensity. Inward intensity. I'm not talking about trying to look like you are doing something. I just mean there has to be intensity inside you. In your work with God, God has told you what to do, what not to do. What you, now, what this does to you is that it streamlines. You see, the more many people can marry you, this is a sign you are far from God. It is healthy to know. It is healthy not to see your type of man or woman everywhere. Anytime your choices are getting slimmer, you are doing well. Anytime your choices are getting slimmer, then with God, your chances are higher. Because the challenge, especially for the opposite sex, is that whenever your choices are getting slimmer, you think your chances are getting... No! When your choices are getting slimmer, it means that you are soon going to meet that man God has ordained for you. Now, when your choices are plenty, it's a sign that God has nobody for you. Your your flesh is so alive that, that you are for everybody. God will not give his child to that kind of lady. So as a lady, you must work with God in a way where there are too many people that can marry you. Yes. Am I preaching Bible? Yes. Am I? <laughs> I know your mommy will not like this message, but your father in heaven likes this message. When any monkey can just... You don't understand. When Adam was done... Let's see this. 
20. No, 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 no. Go back. Go back. Is it difficult to go back? And the Lord said, God said, it is not good. Hear me? It is not good that man should be alone. Huh? I will make him a helper comparable to him. Are you together with me? I will, babes, get this. I will make him a helper comparable to what he, what has happened. Hadam had become someone that God says, if I give you you, I wouldn't have done you bad. I don't know. A lot of you are in a place where if God brings out what's inside you for you to marry, it's bad marriage already. So I'm going to give him an helper that is like him. So the question is why God hasn't brought the man now. God said, if I bring you to you now, you kill, you kill, you kill the person. Am <laughs> my friends here? I don't know if my friends. Listen, I'm preaching final. I'm telling you the truth of God's word. I'm telling you the truth of God's word. This is the truth of God's word. I'm going to give him a helper comparable to him. So eventually we all marry ourselves. So the Lord is working on, 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 on the man. Got to a point, God says, oh, this guy is sharp. It's not good for him to be alone. I'm going to give him him. Look at this. And then God was going to test that statement. How did God do that? Out of the ground of the, of, of the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bread of the air and brought them to Adam to see. To what see? It was a test. Let me see what he will call them. Now the previous conversation is, I'm going to give him a wife. Now I want to test the work I've done. Let me see what he will call them. If he had called a monkey's wife, it means that he was still a monkey. So he named them and none of them he named. But you, immediately you see one boy, is it? Later you find out, uh, and the boy is a courtesy. So I'm a <laughs> Anytime you see someone, you are just naming, 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 naming. Everybody you are seeing, say, ah, Elidia, madam. Anybody that calls you, say, ah, is he going to marry me? You are, you are not serious. He named, he could, he could not call. And don't forget, these animals here, was, it's not the same way you see animals now. They are not falling. So it's not like they are just animals. No, they are not just animals. They had a real, they were talking, they were real stuff. Creation then is not the same creation now. Don't forget that God cursed the snake after, he, after Satan entered him to make Adam fall, that the snake will start crawling. So it means the snake was not crawling before the fall. So when we are going to see snakes in the new Jerusalem, we are going to see snakes bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> you just see one python bouncing like this. Like, What's up? <laughs> and whatever Adam called, whatever you'd call them will be what they will be. If you call, call Gorilla your husband, it's your husband. God just allowed Gorilla to pass you. You have said yes to Gorilla. Okay. 
You will not know what it is to live with gorilla. And the reason why you say yes to gorilla is that you have not formed. You are still in gorilla state. That's why you could not be separate from gorilla. So show me who you want to marry. I tell you who you are. People's true spiritual nature is revealed when they want to make marital choices. Forget all the tongues. I told you about one girl who can speak in tongues from yesterday. When she was going to get married, she became the third wife of an allergy. Yes. That's her spiritual state. All the tongues is just deceiving everybody. She will speak to Marugu di Akabai. She married. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was his name. All right, let's see. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to birds of the air, to every beast of the field. But to Adam, to Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. So Adam named everybody. Can you see his chances became slim? If you were Adam, you say, who will now marry me when I've not found anybody? And anytime people don't fit in, that is when God will now bring someone. But anytime everybody keeps, everybody keeps, anybody that can just, that can speak or anybody that has money or anybody that can just say anything nice to you, in two seconds you are in love. It's okay to look around you and nobody looks like it. It's okay. Keep serving the Lord with the whole of your life. Keep serving the Lord. 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 What kind of God do you think you serve that doesn't know about your needs? That doesn't know about your marital needs? What kind of God is that? What kind of God do you think you have to remind are we together here? He knows about it and he has a definite exact plan to bring it to fusion. Are you together with me? In a way where you will continue to work with God. Do you know how many people say that, my dear? Do you know how many people get married and their journey with the Lord get con- uh, truncated? A lot. A lot of people get married and their journey with God become truncated. Now, never, never cut yourself short of the privilege of coming to church on Sunday and Wednesday excited with your whole family. Don't, don't take that thing for granted. And don't live a life where you won't have that. Especially for those who are not yet married. Don't marry someone that you have to give explanation on Saturday that you are going to church on Sunday. Hey! Don't marry a, 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 what is this one? They call this one. This in the monkey family. A baboon. <laughs> that you will be waking up. That seven o'clock have knock. Baboon. <laughs> Say, please now, please now, please now. But someone that by 5 a.m. is already praying, preparing for service. And praying and his prayers wake you up. And then you join prayers, and both of you are rushing, coming to church. That's life. Yes. I said that's life. Yes, that's Marry someone that God can give both of you the same dream a day apart. You, you dream one and you share. It's the same dream. What's God saying? Marry someone, both of you say, Come, let's do three days fast and hear from God. And the person will not be shocked. 
Don't marry a man that him and his mother will take you to go and see prophets. A boy that his mother will, he and his mother will come and carry you to go and see prophet. The three of you fools. Don't do like that. Don't, don't waste life. How many years are we going to spend here? You want to waste it. Is it not a beautiful thing to serve the Lord? Is it not? Is it not better to serve the Lord alone than, than to be in a home where you are, you, are, you are dodging to serve God? May you not tell your husband you are going to market and what you, what you are going for is Bible study. Say, you now hide to go to Bible study. Or a woman that will tell you every day, church, 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 church. Uh, now you sabi, now Mickey, Jesus. <laughs> now, if you are not careful, some of you are gone in for those kind of lives. Yes. If you are not careful. If you are not careful. Are we together here? Yes, so Adam's, Adam's choices were very limited. But that is, a, that is a sign that God is bringing his choice to him, right? Yes, sir. Now let us see here. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs. Now, this thing is not like God forced him. It's relationship. There are some people, no matter, you know, <laughs> you know, it's not everybody you give an assistant to work for. Doctor will give them anesthesia. By the time they call them, say, I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> you are hard. <laughs> Some people are hard. I'm telling you the truth. They are hard. They don't work with God. He says, this, this, this one will I look onto. He that has a contrite heart, a broken spirit. They are hard. They are trembles at me. Some people like, don't tremble at any word. But you know, marry someone that God cannot rebuke. Like God cannot, you marry someone God cannot rebuke. Someone you can't report, you report to God. God says, ah, oh, why am I praying on you? <laughs> God says, I can't, I can't reach you. I can't, you can't hear you. Is everybody God is reaching you? That's the reason why God judges some people in a way where they go through accident or something because they won't, God won't, they won't hear God. He took one of his ribs, closed up the flesh in its place. All right? Is there a problem? Then the rib with the Lord had, the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman, and what? He brought her to the man. Are you together with me? That is the ease of a godly relationship. It's always easy. <laughs> God will just go, go, we arrange it. Everything will just be simple, it will not be stressful. Let me bring you to a woman. Let me know. I together with me. God will just, it will be easy. You won't have to be doing. Corny, corny, or something. It will just be easy. It just, everything will be easy. 
No stress. If it's not easy, don't stress yourself. Just If it's God one, God will just make everything it will be easy. It just brought, it brought her to the man. Right? And Adam said, this is what? No. What's the meaning of now? Don't forget, just name some monkeys. Those words are not bow of my bono. Now. Huh? It came into this knowing. Oh, praise God. I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you how to lay hold on the will of God. It's not difficult. It's just this is what this is now. What? Bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman. Because what? She was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother. Give me 23 and 24 together. Let me wrap up with this. I have five moments. Come loud. So, Adam said, this, are you with me, friends? This is now bone of my bones. Flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Now, because of this, a man shall now what? Leave. Are you together with me? Now, you know that when this, when this, in this story, Adam did not have father or mother, right? Are we together here? So, the writer who is Moses brought interpretation. Are you together with me? He brought this story to a, to a context, to a more contemporary context where you have a father and you have a mother. He now says, because of this first truth, the first, the first marital experience, this is the implication of it. Are we together here? Yes, sir. That a man will leave what? His father and what? A mother. Now, which is what every man has. Are you together with me? He could have died or she could have died, but you have it. For you to be on earth, you have father and mother. You came out of something. But what's he saying? He's saying that immediately you step into marriage. Are you together with me? Are we together here? Immediately you step into marriage. Whatever had defined you, there's not going to be a switch. Eh? There's going to be a what? There's going to be a switch. Now, before marriage came, you got identity from father and mother. Are you together with me? That's where you were coming from. But now that marriage has come, marriage now becomes a new accurate way of defining you. It now defines you deeper and more accurately. So, what was defining you before, are you together with me? It's a pseudo definition or a temporary definition that you get your most accurate definition from who? From your marriage. Am I preaching here? Yes, sir. And not just definition, it means that your marriage now takes a new, the marriage now takes the, the, the greatest role in your life. Than whatever had the greatest rule. Now, before you got married, your previous family was the most important thing to you. 
now when you get married, your marriage now takes a superior position in your life. Are you together with me? And it is from that place you engage every other thing. So, you see, it's not like marriage becomes number one and other things become, it's, deep, it's even deeper than that. It's that marriage becomes you. And it's from you, you now engage every other thing. Yeah. Now, if you don't understand this, you are going to have, your marriage will have crisis. What will be the crisis? You are going to make other things speak into your home. Whereas your home should speak into things. So with the home, it is from the home you define your relationship with your in-laws. You don't, from your in-laws, define how your home will be. So your father, am I preaching? So your biological father doesn't tell you what goes on in the home. Are you together with me? It is your home that will determine how you now engage with your previous home. Now, the problem is that we have too many. Too many boys, young boys, causing us problem. Are you together with me? Who, even though they are married, are you together with me? Their previous home, they haven't really left it. And it's what is defining everything they are doing. So their mother tells them who their wife is. So where he's coming from determines and defines and speaks into his home. So his mother tells him how his wife should be. Instead of his home, should tell his mom how they should be in their home. It's tough for you, I know. (laughs) But listen to this. This is why your mother is not happy. This is why your mother is not happy. Your mother is not happy because she's married to you and also married to your whole family. Now, nobody can do that and remain the same mentally. So, you people are 25 in your previous home your mother is married to you and then she still has to get wisdom to relate with all the, all the stupid boys and girls in your house. Now she's pretending to be very respectful, kneeling down for even the last born. The last born is calling her, our wife. Uh, this thing. She will use air for everybody. People that would have had no right to talk to her if not that she mistakenly married you. <laughs> it's a mistake. There are stupid boys who will take their wives, stupid boys, who will take their wives to go and wash their mother's clothes. Stupid boy. You are a stupid boy. Are you together? I mean, if you are in this church, not other, this church, you are a stupid boy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think a woman has the ability to do all those things? Who told you? You are going to pay for it eventually. To raise one home is not easy. Talkless of having to raise a home in the shadow of many other complications. Because you have not left. Now, it's not just father and mother. 
Your home also will determine how you engage career. The home, your home must tell you guys, you guys must say, in this kind of home, the kind of home we are raising, what kind of job and work for this home? All home is different. All homes are different. What kind of job can work for this particular home? So it means that the home determines the job. Not the job will determine how our home will be. Before you know, you have gone to Libya, you have gone to this, you have gone, you have gone to Egypt. Now, when you go to Egypt, you are, as a man, you are going to find other girls in Egypt. Why? Not because you are wicked, but because you need companionship and sex. And you are deceiving her that you are not sleeping with anybody. How? <laughs> Did the Holy Ghost come upon you? How? You leave your wife for two years. And say, oh baby, it's just you. It's you, I, you, you. you should be prosecuted for this. So the home determines what, what, what job can we take for the kind of home we want to raise or build that the Spirit of God is inspiring us to. That the home, the, the, home, the home now informs what we do. Why? Because it is that home that God visits in the cool of the day. That is, that is your bees. Your home, stop, don't leave your home powerless. It's your bees. Listen, the fulfillment of destiny is a mirage when the home is in shambles. It's not possible. Are we together here? It's your base. The agreement between, between a man and a woman, only few agreements are greater than it. When a man and his wife agree on a thing, it's a powerful thing. So the home must determine the, the, the home became, we use the home to choose and to decide how are, we, how are we here? How will we be here? What should we do? It says a man will leave his father and his mother and be joined and then they shall become what? One flesh. Praise God. Yeah. Finally, I sat down on my table about five years ago about, and I asked the Lord, me more about this married thing because I don't understand what is going on here. So I took a biro and a pen. Sometimes I do that. I will just take a biro and a pen. I will sit down and say, God, we need to talk. And I will stay for days. Not that I will sit on that chair for days. <laughs> <laughs> and so the Lord spoke to me and said that and showed me the scripture where he was speaking about how how um, we should not defraud ourselves, our bodies, that your body is not your own. Your body is for your spouse. Do you remember that? And then give us that scripture. And then he now said that the only time where you can take a break of sexual relations is during when you decide to because you want to take a fast, right? And it says, even when you are going to do that, 
that it has to be based on concept one. Are you together with me? Now, who are you asking consent? Now, the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Huh? The wife does not what? So you can see that the premise of sex is not only feelings. Because most women want to have sex. We'll get there. You know, it's six weeks. And it's going to be Bible. This is week what? This is just week two. We'll have time. In five minutes, I'm done. I'm not going to rush it. No, most women only want to have sex when they feel like. Am I not correct? I feel like I'm not in the mood. But read the Bible. You see, the Bible will make, marriage will make you decide whether you still want to be a Christian or not. So the wife does not have authority over her own body. Now, do you know this is very deep, deep and serious? The ability to get to that point in your brain where you don't have authority over your own body is not, not a small thing. Even though you have read it, ah, my, my body. So, the wife doesn't have authority over her own body. Her husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body. But what? You know, some marriages, you need to put this thing in different translation and put it all around the room. <laughs> Look for the message. Put it everywhere. Because if you know the problem that good sex Solves. It's plenty. We are going to dip into it. We are going to look into it. We are going to look at sex in marriage. Yeah. <laughs> stay, stay in that for some women need to see it. <laughs> and likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own. Well, men do not even desire the authority. <laughs> Our body is yours. <laughs> But do, <laughs> do you like, want authority over your body? You have really, you obey the word. <laughs> the wife does. Five. Do not deprive one another except with consent for a time that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer. So two things we see here. Don't deny yourselves. Don't deprive yourself. If you are going to deprive yourself, there has to be consent. Now look at me, friends. Now, what, why, why, what's the reason he gave us that we might, what, by what reason are we depriving ourselves? Fast, prayer and fasting. Now, what's prayer and fasting? You want to dedicate a period to go and talk to who? God. But the God that you want to talk to says, don't talk to me until your own says you can. So God respects your home to the point where whenever he sees you come in fasting and prayer, he'll say, did your home agree? You need to see the level of honor God puts in his home that even he himself, he he's bound by that. Your relationship with him is bound by that law. God says, I'm not going to say because I'm God, I disrespect your home. 
that your husband has the right to say, oh, I'm about to yes. And God will not be angry. Yes. Now, if God respects your home, then don't allow any other institution disrespect it. If God respects your home. And then you yourself, you have to what? Respect your home. Are we together here? Yes, sir. I'm at the Siwajuni. Yes, sir.